Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hey friend, today we're going to talk about chord progression basics. Um, so for full disclosure, to right off the bat, we're talking about chord progression basics in a major key because I want to be able to cover what we talk about well so that I feel like by the end you have really learned something. And if I did major and minor keys, I think it would be uh, too much for one podcast. So we're talking about chord progression basics and each of the chords using the Roman numeral notation for a major key. So your C major, your G major, most of the songs you're going to write unless you are writing rock songs. And even they're probably more on the darker side, like metal songs or post-grunge songs. For people like me who like to write our Breaking Benjamin-esque songs, um, as, as well as our piano ballads and other things. Um, but for your average singer-songwriter, knowing this for the major key is the most important and going to be the vast majority of your songs. So that is what we're going to cover. All right, so I talked about this in a previous podcast, but uh, just as a refresher, in a key, you have chords one through seven. So in the key of C, the one chord is C. In the key of G major, the one chord is G major. In the key of C major, the G is, if you count from C, one, and then count up, you know that the G chord is the five chord in the key of C. So that's what we're going to be talking from today is that. So the one chord, the one chord, I'm basically going to use an analogy for for all of the seven chords to really help you um, grasp it. And so the one chord is home, right? This is you're at home with your wife, with your husband, with by yourself, whatever, or with your parents. Um, this is just home base. This is where you feel most comfortable. It's where you want to resolve to at the, you know, no matter where you go today, whether you're going to work or you're going to some parties with friends or whatever you're doing at the end of the day, you just want to be able to come home and sleep in your own bed. And that's where your, your comfort and your joy really is, is coming back home. Or if you're off at college, if you're a college student, the joy of coming back home to not college or, or even after a summer at home, you realize, hmm, home almost feels like college now. And then it feels like coming home when you see all your friends at college. So whatever the situation, um, the one chord is really home. It's the most powerful chord within its key. So in the key of, of A major, for instance, like once you hit that A chord, that's that powerful home base chord. And um, it's usually a one chord is where a song starts and ends, sort of like your day, right? You usually start your day at home, and then at the end of the day, no matter what adventures you had that day, you end up at home. So a ton of songs end back at the one. I personally love to not end the songs with ones because I sort of like them to trail off and leave, leave the listener expecting or wanting a little bit more. Um, but that's a stylistic thing. Most songs do end in one. 
So the four and five chords, which if you listen to the previous po- um, previous podcast, um, are also major chords in a major key. So the one chord in a major key is always major, and the four and five chords are the other two major keys you have to work with. Um, so the four and five are like your bread and butter. It's like your parents' house and your in-laws. So say you're an adult, whether you're married or, or single or whatever your situation, you have your own home now. But it kind of feels like a home away from home when you go to your parents' house or hopefully your in-laws' house. So these are like major plot points um, for the resolution back to one. So you often go visit your parents and go visit your in-laws, right? Like you don't usually go years without seeing your family. So similarly, in a song, you're going to visit those four and five chords very often. Um, So if you were to break a song down by like how many seconds we were in each chord, you'd probably have the most at one and then second most with the four and the five. Um, So the five chord also... In the, in the, for the progression side, the five chord really wants to go back to one. So the five chord really wants to go back home. So I guess that's your in-laws, where you're like, this was great, but I'm ready to go back home. Um, full disclosure, I have great in-laws. I love my in-laws, so I don't feel that way. But it goes better with the analogy. So the five is like your in-laws. It just really wants to go back home. And... The four either wants to go to a five or it wants to go to a one. Um, Now, again, obviously, all of these chords can go to many other chords, but this is for the most part sort of where a a chord leans to want to go to. Uh, Five most often wants to go to one, and the four often wants to go to a five or a one. So it's more like your parents, right? You're like, wow, that didn't take that much out of me, so I'm ready to go to my in-laws too today. Even though I already saw my parents for the first half of Christmas, bring on the in-laws for the second half of Christmas before we go home. Or maybe your parents exhaust you and you do actually want to go straight home. Um, so the four, the four chord is like your parents' house. Um, and again, for a refresher, so if you're in the key of C, the four chord is going to be the F. Because if you count C1, D2, E3... F, 4, and then the G is the 5. So the 4 and 5 are your bread and butter, right? Those are the things that you're going to go to very often and are also powerful chords within the key. And then the 1 is your home and the most powerful key, usually where a song will start and end and what always feels like home. And then we have the minor chords. So we have the 6, the two and the three. Um, and these are like your friends or your best friend and co-workers. And we're going to dive a little bit into this. So, so six is like your best friend. You don't see him quite as often as your family, but you love him just as much. And he's a nice welcome change up. So a six is the most common of the minor chords in a major key. 
Um, so there's three minor chords again. There's the two, the three, and the six, and the six is by far most often used. So, for example, I'm not even aware of a pop song that uses a two or three. And when I say pop song, I mean like a pop song, like top 40 pop song, Kesha, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, kind of pop song. Um, but the six is used fairly often. Um, so that's like your best friend. Um, nice change of pace because it's minor. Um, but uh, you love them pretty much as much as your family. You see them almost as much or maybe even as much. But the two and three are like co-workers. They're a little odd, you know, they're not so, so you don't really spend too much time with them outside of work. For the most part, you just kind of let, you see them at work. Um, but you do enjoy spending time with them. Like, they're not your friends for a reason, right? But you do like them. You work with them every day. You think, hey, he's pretty likable. You know, maybe in another world I would be friends with him, but I already have like 10 friends who want to spend time with me, and I'm a homebody, so I don't really want to spend that much time with all these different people, so I can afford more friends. So co-workers are going to stay co-workers. So it's, it's sort of that kind of situation. Um... But those co-workers, right, are a nice change-up because you have your family and your friends and sort of the same old, same old. But those two and three are different. You know, finally someone different, someone that you have different conversations with instead of talking with your friends for the billionth time about Star Wars and, and football and all the things that I talk to my friends about. Uh, you, you meet somebody different who maybe they're interested in cars and you didn't know how interesting cars could be before now. So you actually enjoy visiting with your coworkers once in a while. It's a nice little change up. So they are like the two and three chords. Not used that often, so you're not going to visit them that often, but it's a nice change up. Probably don't want to stay there too long. Probably don't want to visit there that often. But it can be um, make a real big difference in your life when you do because it's 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 finally something different. Um, finally, so we've covered the one, which is the most important, home. The four and five, which is your parents' house and your in-laws' house, and then the six, which is your best friend, and then the two and three, which are either other friends, church friends work friends, co-workers, whatever. Then you have the seventh chord, which is the one diminished chord in a major key. This is like the boss that everybody can't stand or that really weird aren't that you have or ant, if that's how you say that word, um, in that part of the country, wherever you're from, or weird uncle or whatever. That's the seventh chord. You don't want to be there. You instantly know you've done something horribly wrong by coming here. You thought to yourself, hey, maybe the boss will be nice when I go to his party, even though I can't stand him every other day of the week. Wrong. If he's a jerk at work, he's probably going to be a jerk at home. If your weird in-law or your weird uncle is just weird and it's really uncomfortable being around them because... He makes out with his wife while you're there or something weird. Just, just, you know you've done something horribly wrong once you've gotten there. So that's pretty much the seventh chord. So I'm not going to lie to you. In a major key with a, a, a song, it's really hard to pull off a seven chord. It just is. It just naturally sounds really bad. 
uh, for the most part. Now, if you have a classical piece or something with more, more, um, more of a composition, you can definitely make it work for sure. Um, but for most songs that we write, uh, it's, they're inherently just written differently from a full on composition. Um, and it's just really hard to pull off a seven chord, um, in the context of writing a song. So we're going to go through this real fast again. So your one chord, which whatever the name of your major key is, is what the one chord is. C major, C is the one chord. In F sharp major, F sharp major is the one chord. In G, G is the one chord, etc. And then again, for all these, you're just counting up. The numbers mean exactly what you would think they would mean if you're going up a keyboard or going up your guitar or whatever instrument you play. The one is always home. It's usually where you start the day, where you end the day. At the end of any trip you take, you usually start at home and you end at home. It's the most powerful chord, and it's where everything kind of wants to resolve to. It's, it's where relief is found. It's home. That's your one chord. Your four and five are your bread and butter, the things that you know you're going to visit very often. Wow, I just bit my tongue. That was uncomfortable. So four and, the four and five are your bread and butter. Uh, your parents' house and your in-laws' house. The five really, really, really wants to go back to the one, go back home. So I guess that's your in-laws. And the, f the four wants to go either to a five or a one, more like your parents. Um, and those are ones you're going to visit very often. They're also major chords. So they're also uh, happier sounding uh, in general. So your one and your four and your five are all your major chords. And they're the three you're probably going to use the most. Most most used minor chord is the six, which is like your best friend's house. It's a nice change up. And then the two and the three, underutilized, but actually very fun and interesting. Like the coworker that you don't realize how much you like him until you go visit his house. And you're like, wow, this is a really cool guy. Um, those are the two and three. And the seven is whoever you really don't like and whoever you really don't want to go to their house. That's the seven chord just really don't use it. So in conclusion, <clears throat> and, and there's a lot more we can go into with this. Like for example, the, the six, um, each one of these chords sort of has, has chords it kind of wants to go to sort of like what I mentioned with the five wanting to go to the one usually and the six or, or sorry. And, uh, the four wanting to go either to the five or the one, um, but really there's just so much to context. You know, if you go from four to five, that five will want to do something different than going from six to five sometimes. So depending on where chords are coming from, it will, it will do different things. So I didn't really dive too much into that. Um, but as a general rule, anything with the one, four, five, and six, any of those to any of the other ones will sound good. It will have, it will have a a, uh, a different sound in that it, you know, it may create this feeling of longing. One of them, whereas the five to the one will give a finality sound. Um, but for the most part, it, you can't make anything sound bad with any progression using those four chords. So home, the one, your in-laws and parents house, four and five, and your best friend's house, six, hard to go around with that. The two and the three, uh, you need to be a little more conscious about using those. 
There are places that they can work phenomenally and just be great. I personally love the three chord. Um, but you need to know what you're doing a little bit more. And then the seven is just, just don't bother. Just, just don't bother with the seven. Unless, unless you understand music composition and, and you thought that this whole podcast was just super simple to you, then maybe think about the seven. But for the most part, just don't use the seven. Thanks for listening to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you want to jumpstart your songwriting, be sure to download my free guide on 10 proven ways to start writing a song at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Whether you're brand new to songwriting or a seasoned vet, this guide will help you to avoid staring at a blank page wondering where to start. Even if you just want to figure out some different ways to start writing a song, this free guide is for you.